The Minnesota Timberwolves defeated the New Orleans Pelicans in dramatic fashion on the road to finish a five-game road trip in 10 days. They beat the Spurs. They beat the Warriors twice. They got annihilated by the Suns on the second half of a back-to-back. And then a few days later, they defeated the New Orleans Pelicans 121 to 120. I've got reactions to this game because this was an exciting one. We're not goons. We're not bullies. No matter what people say or do, we have to be ourselves. You. Guy Germain. From where? Uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. Les Averman, Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Charlie Conway, Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I'm Gordon Bombay, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota! From the lakes of Minnesota. So let's dive into huge plays in this game. First, I want to set up the scene. Timberwolves at the end of the third quarter were down by eight points or so. And the third quarter couldn't have finished any worse. But then they put together a couple of points to make it within 10. Finch got teed up. That put the Timberwolves down by nine. Then the Pelicans hit a three. They went up by 12, got a stop. They went up by 14. When you're down by eight points and the fourth quarter is approaching in just a few seconds, the goal is to get the lead down to five. Then your team's more confident. You have fresher legs. You just feel better going into the fourth quarter when the lead is five instead of eight. It's a two-possession game instead of a three-possession game. You just feel more comfortable. Well, the Pelicans got out to a 14-point lead with just a few seconds left. Nah got a steal. Shake Milton got a steal. Cut the lead down to 10. And at that point, I'm thinking, the Timberwolves, they have one run left in them. And then in the fourth quarter, with about 7 minutes and 54 seconds left, the Pelicans had a 14-point lead. And the Timberwolves outscored them 27-12 to in those final minutes. And I turned towards my wife when the Timberwolves were down by one. And I said, if the Timberwolves win this game down one with 10 seconds left and they have the ball after Ingram missed one of his two free throws. If the Timberwolves win this game, this is what special seasons look like. If you're a fan of any franchise in sports, you look at what the Timberwolves have done thus far, even in this Pelicans game. Matt Ryan, revenge game, going off against the Timberwolves. You've got roll guys going off for the Pelicans all over their team. And you're thinking the Timberwolves have no business winning this game through three quarters. But it only takes one run from a good NBA team. And that's what the Timberwolves are proving to be to get back into a game and win a game. The Timberwolves have been on the other side of these losses for almost their entire history of the organization. 
You would see it all the time. Timberwolves would play great through three quarters. The other team would flip a switch, turn it on, and they would lose. And that's what you have to do in the NBA because there's 82 freaking games in a season. You cannot go all out every single game or you're going to have no energy for the playoffs. What you do is if you're having an off night, you turn it off for three quarters, you flip on the switch for the fourth quarter, you lock in, you move the ball offensively, you knock down shots, and you squeak out victories like this, 121 to 120. Carl Anthony Towns has been changing the narrative these last few games because what he has done, dare I say, he has become composed as an NBA player. And I didn't think composed or poised were words in Carl Anthony Towns' dictionary. He has completely changed, as of right now, these last few games, the player he was and the player he is right now. Even in post-game interviews, last year, after the Timberwolves defeated the Hawks in Towns' first game back after injury, he goes and does a sideline interview, and he says, this is what movies is made of. <laughs> this is what movies is made of. Got the ball down, one, two, three, don't worry about it. This is what Towns was doing. It was all about himself. Now, Towns knocks down the shot to win the game for the Timberwolves with 5.2 seconds left. And he's crediting his teammates. He's saying, we closed this game together. We worked as a team in the fourth quarter. We locked in. Instead of focusing on himself and what he did to knock down that last shot, he gave credit to his teammates. It sounded like he went to the school of Anthony Edwards in post-game interviews because that's how Anthony Edwards sounds. That's why he's thought of as such a great teammate because Edwards will go off for 30, 10, and 5 And the first thing he'll do in his post-game interview is talk about how great Nas Reed is or how great Jaden McDaniels was or what Carl Anthony Towns did in this game or how Mike Conley led him on the point guard unit or how Rudy Gobert rebounded and blocked shots well. Carl Anthony Towns, I cannot believe what I'm seeing from him because I've watched him throughout his entire career for the Minnesota Timberwolves I've seen him lose his you-know-what, his shiz. He's lost his shiz so much. Charge this, fill your arms that. And he still has moments of that. But my heavens, he has been composed and poised, and I cannot believe my eyes because he is a massive reason why the Timberwolves are now 9-3. and three. And right now, the number one team in the Western Conference through 12 games. They have a record tied with the Dallas Mavericks and tied with the Denver Nuggets. Mavericks are playing the Milwaukee Bucks as I speak right now, so if they win, they'll slide it to number one in the Western Conference. But Town stepping into a role and not trying to do too much and also not trying to do too little. Knock down that three-point shot because he's still the Timberwolves' best three-point shooter. 
drive when there's a spot to drive, post up when there's a spot to post up. But don't try to put this team on your back and close this game by yourself and act like, hey, if they do win a game, that you did do this by yourself. Because Anthony Edwards is the clear number one on the roster, and Carl Anthony Towns is the two on the roster. And it seems like he's fitting into this role well. Because there was a spot in this game where Timberwolves are down by four. It's 115 to 111. There's three minutes and 40 seconds left when the Timberwolves inbounded the ball. And it was a big spot because on the previous possessions for the Pelicans, Gobert blocked a shot while the ball fell right into Jonas Valanciunas' hands. Edwards tried to block him. He fouled him. Jonas Valanciunas got it, made it, and won. Pelicans went up four. Well, this is a big spot for the Timberwolves. You're down four with three minutes and 40 seconds left. There is hardly any room for air in the rest of this game. You've got to be almost perfect in the final 340 offensively if you want a chance to win this game. Because it's not like the Pelicans aren't going to score in the final 340 of this game. Well... Timberwolves got Towns open. He could have taken the shot himself. Instead, he was poised. He recognized the situation. He saw the help defense coming off of Edwards, and he swung the ball to Edwards, who was wide open, had a chance to gather, take a breath, and take the shot, and he swished it. Timberwolves went down by one. And then on the later possession... It was the exact same play, yet Edwards was the one throwing Towns the ball, so Edwards wasn't on the other side. Towns launched from deep, which was a contested shot, which I thought was a stupid shot, but he made it. Towns has stepped up when he needed to step up, and he's passed to teammates when necessary. He's made the extra pass, and it was a thing of beauty. I cannot believe 12 games into the season how impressed I have been with Carl Anthony Towns because if he continues to play like this, the poised, composed, calm, smart even, then there's no reason why the Timberwolves should look to trade him next offseason. Because he is proving himself and to the team and to the organization and to the fan base who has been hard on him these last few seasons. And it hasn't been an unfair criticism from fans either. Towns had no composure in the past. And he is changing the narrative. He is changing his reputation this season. And this season has a chance to be special. It's the formula to be special because the Timberwolves did this to the Warriors too on the second night of the back-to-back. It looked like the Wolves had no right to win that game. The Warriors were out hustling them. They were hungry. They were beating them up on the boards. Yet they make crucial shots down the stretch. Conley made a three. Towns made a three. And to be honest, in that game, Towns was composed too. He didn't punch Draymond Green, stayed in the game, knocked down a three, put the Timberwolves up, 
and he has just been, oh, I just, it's just been unbelievable. I cannot believe what I'm seeing. The big cat has shown up. All right, my last notes on this game. Anthony Edwards still needs to learn how to close games. Timberwolves tie game, 119-119. He gets a switch. He dribbles around on the top of the key. It looked a little James Harden-esque. Well, the play was first to get Carl Anthony Towns to the corner. He came off of two drag screens. That was the play. Wide open three. Wasn't there. Edwards went to the top of the key, and he settles for another three-point shot. Misses. Edwards needs to stop settling for three-point baskets down the stretch because you are too good, you are too athletic, you are too sensational around the rim to settle for three-point baskets and bail the defense out because that's what you're doing. When he settles for a three-point shot down the stretch, he is bailing out the defense. Every single time, even if he makes the shot, when that shot goes up, the defense takes a deep breath and says, whew, glad I didn't have to defend him at the rim that time. Edwards needs to attack. That's the strongest part of his game, and that's when he needs to do it at the end of the game. I think we all get this vision in our head that, At the end of the game, at least when we're kids, you make this fadeaway jumper. Jordan, the last shot he had against the Jazz, it was an elbow jump shot. Crossover on Byron Russell, push him off a little bit with a left hand. Elbow jump shot, roughly. Maybe a little bit behind it, a step or two. But when you are in the driveway and you're practicing three, two, one, release, you're not imagining attacking the rim. And I believe this has something to do with it. You imagine carrying the team on your back, making a three-pointer high-five in your teammates. It's more dramatic. You don't imagine attacking the rim, making a layup, getting fouled, going to the free-throw line. It's not as sexy. And I think that's the issue here with Anthony Edwards. He's envisioning himself making a last-second shot, not last-second free-throws or a last-second layup. And that needs to change. Because this has been a trend now for a while, and he needs to stop doing that. So that's my little rant on Edwards' offense. A little rant on Edwards' defense. The foul, which allowed the Pelicans to go up by a one after Ingram missed the first of two free throws. One, the official had grace on Edwards because the first time he went up in Ingram's grill, that was a foul. And the second time he went up in Ingram's grill, it was a foul, and he called the foul. And that's good officiating. At the end of the game, he allowed the players, the official did, to decide the game. And Anthony Edwards decided to get up in Ingram's grill with five fouls and foul out. Now, I think it was against the Warriors. The second game? He had five fouls again, and he was aggressive at the end of the game. And even in his post-game comments, he said something like, I'm going to put the decision in the officials' hands to have the guts 
to foul me out at the end of the game. Well, you can't do it twice. The official had mercy and grace on you the first time, and the second time, they're not going to award you that. Because in the official's mind, and the official's right in this situation to call the foul, you gave up all your right or permission or leeway to do it a second time. You know, do it a first time, shame on you. Do it a second time, shame on me. That's what the official is thinking in that situation. And that's why he blew the whistle. And it was a foul. Both times it was a foul. So the mental midgetness, despite the Timberwolves win, showed up in ways throughout this game. Ant on offense, ant on defense for the final two possessions, and was in the game. And Rudy Gobert, who was 7 for 8 from the free throw line, had two free throws to put the Timberwolves up by two, and he missed both. There's mental midgetness that's going to show up in these playoffs and potentially cost the Timberwolves playoffs games because they need to be better than this in playoff basketball. I do think, and I stand by my statement, that this season has the formula to be special because of what we've seen through the first 12 games of the year. And it's very exciting. I love it. I love the Timberwolves. They are a must-watch television right now if you are a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. And it is great. 121 to 120. I love it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Appreciate you listening, downloading, following, watching on YouTube. If you want to watch on YouTube, Minnesota Tim, a Vikings and Timberwolves podcast, I appreciate it. Hit the subscribe button wherever you are listening or watching this podcast. Everyone, have a great night. Toodaloo. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.